Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, good morning, Victory Point Podcast listening audience. Uh, today is Thursday, September 30. Wow, it's hard to believe we're almost done with September. Um, as before, Brent and I were recording, we we're talking about how at his house today they were celebrating the beginning of fall. So, I mean, that was actually last week, um, September 22, when we recorded this. But now we're deep into fall and almost uh, three fourths of the way through this year. Uh, hard to believe. But, uh, Brennan, I am currently uh, on my way down to Tennessee this morning. Are you? September really? Yep. Okay. Yep. I, what, my family, we're probably, depending on when you're listening to this, we are probably trying to get the kids in the car and, and drive the rest of the way down to Tennessee for a family vacation in the Smoky nice. Mountains. Nice. What, do you have anything big planned there? Or is it just like finding a cabin? And oh just yeah. We have a, we have a cabin and we're going to be with Rachel's family. So we'll be hiking and eating food and all the okay. Smoky Mountain stuff. Good, good. That that is um, will be a fun time and probably a well deserved vacation for for you and the family. So we look forward to that. We look well. I mean, I, I'm not going, but look forward to that for you to be able to celebrate that. <laughs> oh, thank so, you. Thank you. So I mean, I guess if you want to invite me to come, I can I can okay. rearrange. No, we we could talk about that. <laughs> All right. Good. Well, today um, Thursday we are going to read Hebrews, and so Brendan, would you be willing to read um, our okay. passage first, Hebrews one one through four, and then two five through twelve. I will. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. It is not to angels that he has subjected the world to come about which we are speaking, but there is a place where someone has testified. What is mankind that you are mindful of them, them, a son of man that you care for him. You made them a little lower than the angels. You crowned them with glory and honor and put everything under their feet. In putting everything under them, God left nothing that is not subject to them. Yet at present, we do not see everything subject to them. But we do see Jesus, who is made lower than the angels for a little while, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through, all, and through whom everything exists, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what he suffered. Both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. He says, I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. In the assembly, I will sing your praises. All right. Well, thank you for, for reading that. And um, it took me a couple of times to read this to kind of kind of get my thoughts together, but really mm -hmm. kind of see um, the, the hierarchy of of heaven and earth and, you know, kind of on display here. So we have God and then we have Jesus who's 
uh, in one passage, he's referred to as being higher than the angels. And then we have angels. And then we have the humans who are considered a little bit lower than angels. But then through these two pieces of passage, we see how Jesus kind of moves through those stages mm-hmm. and then brings us as humans come back above the angels. And I, that seems kind of weird to say, but um, we see in the beginning of the passage that Jesus is fully divine um, in verses one through four. Um, he is fully divine, fully God. Um, but then he comes down to earth and he becomes fully man. Um, and through that, through his sacrifice, his, his resurrection, he justifies humans and and now we are part of his family. Um, he, he's not ashamed to call us brothers and sisters, um, which is really cool to think. Um, and so it's kind of a, a microcosm, I guess, I don't know if that's the right word, but kind of in a nutshell, kind of the whole yeah. idea of salvation. Yeah. And, and so that was just kind of a, a cool, after I did all the mental gymnastics of, you know, the, the flow of that, that was kind yeah. of a neat picture yeah, there. Press, press the rewind button like three or four times, get, get it back yeah. to me starting the scripture passage yeah. and just listen to it a few, few times over because it takes yeah. some time to digest and figure out like wade your way through all the language and make sure you understand. Cause it's really dense, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. And I, I don't do well with dense things at first when it comes to reading. Yeah. So yeah, to me, this passage, um, I mean, it is the salvation story, but it's also a particular way of talking about the salvation story. I think there's, mm. I think there's multiple ways of talking about how Jesus saves us, you know? Okay. Um, and I think that's, that's part of being, you know, being preachers of the good news, each of us is learning how to talk about it in a, in a multifaceted ways so that whoever we're talking to, we can present the gospel in, in the ways that make it good news for them. You know, not to say, you know what I'm saying? We're not like shaping and forming the gospel to our own wills, but but there is a sense in which there, we have to put language to it somehow. And yeah, a little bit different based on how we need to understand it in order to grab hold of it. And um, and in this passage, um, I I'm asking the question, like, am I? How am I made okay? And mm-hmm. am I enough? I mean, he talks about you know purification, right? He's um, at the very beginning, yeah. providing purification for sins um, on the cross, right? Um, and he's talking about bringing, you know, bringing sons and daughters to glory. So how do I get brought to glory? How do I become enough to God? And in this passage, the way that the, that the author is describing our salvation is, is the companionship of Jesus. I mean, we talk about Mm. like bone of my bone, he becomes bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. When we were alone, and in need of help, when we couldn't do our calling alone, um, God sent somebody to be made just like us, mm. you know, kind of like Eve, right? The helper. Yeah. God sent someone to be made just like us, bone of our bones, flesh of our flesh, to rescue us, you know, to yeah. save us, not as an outsider, but as an insider, you know? And, um, and that's what it says, like, you know, he, you know, made little lower than the angels, um, and, um, and got Jesus be, not being ashamed to call us his brothers and sisters. Yeah. So Jesus becomes one of us, part of our family, um, blood, bloodline. And, 
uh, rescues us out of that. Yeah, as you you talked about that, um, you talked about the companionship through Jesus, and that just takes me back to our conversation yesterday, that ultimately, you know, when we're looking for that companionship, Jesus is who can provide that for us. Um, Because really, you know, no matter who, whatever human relationship we have, um, we find companionship in, that's, those relations are going to fail us, um, and they're not going to always provide that companionship that we, we desire or need. Um, but that only can come through relationship with Jesus. Uh, and I, like I said, he came down to earth. He became part of our family so that we could then go up to heaven and be part of the heavenly family. So it, it's, if he just came down and stayed there, then that wouldn't be enough. You know, it's, he, he had, uh, uh, he, um, made a way for us to be. Yep. So it says uh, one of the verses says, uh, the Holy One and the One made holy are now family. Yes. Uh, we are now higher than the angels. And just that idea of, of um, you know, we are now justified. We are now um, able to be part of that. It, we're, we're not divine ourselves, but kind of, the, again, verses one through four talk about that, that time when Jesus was divine, when he was with the Father. Um, and then he has made a way for us to be able to join that on that side of eternity. Yeah. Yeah. This is what um, the early church fathers would call union with God. And they would go so far to say like, I, not just, I am one with God, but I am Christ, which Mm. is like that bothers our sensibilities. Right. But what they're Mm. trying to depict is that I I am one in, I'm in Christ and Christ is in me. And we're, we're part of the same family, you know, Um, another, uh, another verse that really highlights this is should, you know, God should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what he suffered. And that the fact, the idea of pioneering, you know, being coming one of us and then paving a path forward out of where we are into Mm. where we need to be is what Jesus does. But then look, he says, made their salvation perfect. uh, The pioneer of their salvation made him perfect through what he suffered, which brings me back to Job, that, that real perfection that God is looking for um, happens through vulnerability and suffering mm. and testing. And, um, and so that's how Jesus became one with us is he, he inherited our suffering and, yeah. and, um, he became one with our suffering and then made a way out of that. So, um, yeah, just, I love this passage also to note, there was one time when I thought, oh, I want to preach on uh, Hebrews and I immediately regretted it. <laughs> so dense and yeah. uh, and really hard to get your mind around. So um, yeah, this is a good passage to chew on for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, one thing you said when you first started talking about this is one picture of of the salvation story and how you know um, different people need to hear it in different ways. And so um, it's okay um, that if this is a little bit heady, you know, because uh, some people need that that meat to dig into they really need to to you know drill down and say okay what does this mean and and so um i think that was also reassuring when there's there's different ways to present the salvation story um and to me to meet needs of different people but um anything else that kind of jumps out at you from this no i mean there's a ton of other stuff i I feel good about this i I really like this passage yeah um one thing to just you know back in the story of Job, God was bragging on Job. Um, and now here in this passage, Jesus is bragging on us. And so again, it's just, it's cool to, to know that, um, 
you know, Jesus does it. He, he wants to be us to be with him. He, he loves who we are and um, what we add to his family. So, um, well, I just want to kind of wrap up this, this week, uh, not this week, the, today, um, by also mentioning something that you just mentioned, Brendan, about, we often have that question, am I enough? Um, and I'm sure people listening now have, have maybe struggled with that. Am I enough? Is what I have good enough? And Oftentimes, I know we don't feel that way, but we can um, have confidence and know that Jesus says through him, we are enough and that he has provided us a way so that what we have is pleasing to God. It's honorable to God and we are enough. So take that with you as you go out throughout this day. And we look forward to uh, seeing and talking to you again tomorrow, Friday, the last day of the week. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.